Warning, the following story is graphic and violent in nature. Listener discretion is advised. Deborah Sue Williamson turned off her television, grabbed her keys and purse and puzzle book as she readied to head out the door. The newlywed 18-year-old was supposed to meet her husband, Doug, at work. As she entered the carport of their home that night, something went terribly wrong. She was stabbed 17 times, and to this day, her murderer remains free. Read about Debbie's case in the newly released book, Silent Silhouette, written by investigative journalist George Jarrett and his investigative partner, Army Counterintelligence Officer Jennifer Buchholz. Read how the team tracked down the case file, original witnesses and suspects, and a story that stretches from the Texas deserts to the Ozark Mountains in Missouri to the Mississippi Delta. The team had two simple burning questions they wanted answers to. Who killed Deborah Sue and why? Get a copy of Silent Silhouette on Amazon today or wherever you get your books. Hi, Jennifer. Hi, Jennifer. <laughs> hey, ladies. How you doing? Doing just fine. Just got home. Good. Oh, my gosh. How are you feeling after today? Well, the... Well, I feel pretty positive about everything. Oh, good. I feel good. pretty positive, but uh, the photos were yeah. a little disturbing today. So. For sure. I was... I guess I wasn't totally surprised when you told me they showed autopsy photos, but I was a little bit... Yeah. It seemed I didn't even think about them showing those. I was like, oh yeah, man, they, that was unexpected. I think there was about twenty five of them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it it showed pretty much everything. I bet. Oh my gosh. Then they showed uh, I think it was about a hundred and ten pictures of the crime scene. Really? Yes. What and, do you remember uh, from the photos? Like what stuck out to you? Uh well. The one that stuck out for me was the washing machine. Well, no, let me back up. Was the mattress. Uh-huh. Uh, I didn't see that much blood on it, to tell you the truth. There was some up at the top, but I was just expecting a lot of blood. Yeah. And a lot of blood on the pillow, but there was just no. some spots on the pillow. Spots on the pillow. And uh, there was... I'm just going to say maybe a spot about the size of a basketball on the mattress. On the yeah. mattress. Uh-huh. Hmm. I would have thought there was a lot more, too, the way it's been described over the years. I know. And then they showed a picture of the washing machine. I I mean, I must have been writing because I didn't see it. Dinosaur, the 
picture uh, with the bloody water. Yeah, it but, uh, showed the bloody water, Jennifer, with, you couldn't tell it clothes were in it, but you know the little thing that on the side where you put your bleach and yeah, stuff? Yeah, yeah. That was like full of blood. I mean, <gasps> it was really bloody. Yeah. Uh, well, they show, I guess, an after picture. I guess they drained mm-hmm. it because all I saw was an empty washing machine. Uh-huh. And then they they moved the can, uh, picture over and showed that uh, bleach tray, and it had it had uh, smeary blood in it. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. And yes. Uh, yes. there was, uh, I just couldn't see very well. They showed, I don't know how many, about 80 pictures, seems like, in that trailer with Apparently blood spots, but mm-hmm. I, I couldn't see them all. Yeah. But it uh, it had showed there was a few suitcases in there. What? It looked like a set <laughs> of suitcases, but, of course, didn't see any black suitcases. And what struck me, I did not see any folded clothes on the mattress. No. And oh, my I, gosh. Where I did that come that, from? Huh. I don't know. No. I don't know where it come from either, but there was no clothes on there. It was just a bare mattress. Um, and they said that's, that's that's like a photo of how they found it before moving anything. Yes. yes. Uh-huh. Yes. So and then no they, folded clothes. Oh, my gosh. No, nope. I, there was nothing on the nope. on the bed. Uh-huh. No, nope. nothing on the bed at all. You know, everything was stripped from it, and it showed the pillows stuffed. Yeah. You know, under the, and then they showed the pillows after they got them out. And there was a few spots on there. Mm-hmm. Just very few spots on the pillows. Like and when you, you were, sorry, I'm so curious. No, that's okay. <laughs> when, you, when you looked at that photo, like, was it obvious that there were pillows stuffed under the bed or did you only notice them because you knew? No, it they, was no, obvious. It was obvious. Uh-huh. So they were just right there. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it wow. was just right there. Uh-huh. So you couldn't have missed it. No. Yeah. No. That was what and I was it, thinking. Yeah. Yeah, and it spanned a, a photo, showed a picture of the living room, and you could tell the piano leg was gone. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, the autopsy was pretty gruesome. It was you. Mm-hmm. But, what, Jennifer, what surprised me, which uh, we was talking to Catherine, mm-hmm. and uh, she, and we sort of kind of figured out what, what, what it was, like under her chin, on her neck. Mm-hmm. It was like white. It wasn't decomposed, mm-hmm. and it's probably. I mean, it it was not out in the elements. I think they said something like that, or that's what Catherine said. Maybe her head was down, mm-hmm. or it wasn't exposed. But it looked like maybe I'm going to guess about a two inch by three inch, too tall and three inches wide mm-hmm. space that looked white. To me. Yeah. So like it the skin was really still there. Like yes, I mean, like the yeah. skin was still, was still there. And my guess, I think Catherine's right. My guess is that um, Rebecca's chin was down, mm-hmm. and it protected that piece, that area of skin from decomposing so yeah. quickly. Probably. Yes. yes. The prosecution. I'm um, not. No, I'm sorry. The defense was stressing about. You know, it took so long, and you know, they called McNeil to the stand first, and uh-huh. he said, you know, of course, he got it in January of 20. He reviewed the crime scene photos, and he started investigating, and the McCulloughs, you know, felt like uh, he felt like this was appropriate to talk to the McCulloughs, and he said he went over what all Dennis investigated. He said there's about 3,000 pages in the primary investigative file, 
and he read all of that, and uh, he viewed William as a significant witness. And because uh, he said he didn't show up on ACIC, but he was uh, there was something about sexual assault and breaking into his ex-wife's house, mm-hmm. that that activity, and that he was known to be the trailer at the trailer on Sunday. Yeah. But then what they said they was wanting to know if they had seen any reports from Ezard County, and just last Friday, thirtieth of September, Charlie Melton. Turned in a file. Turned in a file. What? What file? I, I don't know. They didn't, they didn't say. Of, of his investigative report. What? That, w- that should have been in the original overall case file. Exactly. I know. Exactly. Yeah, I know. Exactly. But last Friday, he turned it in. <laughs> so they implied that they did not have that report until last Friday? Yes. But, yes. Th- but they do now. Oh, and uh, <laughs> And they, uh, see, they said since... They wanted to file to dismiss this because it had been 15 years mm-hmm. and something about, you know, about this due process or mm-hmm. what, whatever. But McNeil said the delay was because whenever William was first interviewed in Texas a few days after, uh, uh, Rebecca was found or the murder. No, after the murder, I think it was. Mm-hmm. A few days after him and his mom and Jeremy were interviewed and he lied to them. Yeah, sure. So, yeah, he lied to him, so that's uh, that. That's what delayed it there. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, let's see. The so, what came up the- about Dennis Simons and him delaying <gasps> it? Okay, here. Let's see, here's. <laughs> or am I getting out of order? Sorry, I should. No, no, that's <laughs> okay. No, he was the second one called. Yeah, anyway, well, wait, let's finish Mike McNeil. Was there anything else significant that Mike said on the stand? No, huh? No, that was, that, it. Okay. That was, that was about it. But, okay. But uh, Dennis got up. He was a little confused about some things <laughs> and uh, couldn't remember. He got mixed up on a few things, but he said he came in, became involved in Rebecca's case about six months after she died. Okay. And uh, in 2018, he had a meeting to appraise the case, and he was asked to present highlights of the case by Hollingsworth. Hmm. And uh, he said that they wanted to know what steps he took. He said, well, he had hundreds of interviews, and he followed all of the leads. And in about five or seven years, it slowed down. Cause, and then he went to Iraq from 2008 to 10, and uh, Todd Somebody, I don't know his last name, took over while he was gone. And then after he got back, he followed the new leads and <laughs> evidence and everything. <laughs> and uh, he, they asked him about any testing at the crime. Did he do any testing at the crime scene? He said no. Because he wasn't and, there at the original yeah, crime scene, right? Right, yeah. Okay, uh-huh. okay. So that's yeah. understandable. Yeah, and he said he dealt with psychics and uh, other... Let's see. What? Other, uh, yeah. yeah. He dealt, psychics were uh, calling him, telling him they knew where the body the was body. and everything. And uh, he said he dealt with uh, very uh, other, how do you put it? He dealt with other so-called investigators <laughs> uh, and all of that crap. And all that crap, yeah. Oh, that was his exact wording? Uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. that's that's so nice. Very, that's nice. very okay. disruptive and a lot of wasted time on that. <laughs> and uh, uh, see, it was hard to get help from other investigators. 
and he felt like he never had enough to make an arrest. Because he had the wrong guy. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I'll see. If he'd looked at William, he probably would have found enough. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But that, oh, he was saying how he took the reports. He he had about 154 cases, uh, and he would take uh, Rebecca's case home on the weekends and type it up, spend a lot of hours doing that. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure he did. Anyway. That that's about all he said, but like I said, he he couldn't remember some of the stuff. Yeah. He didn't recall. Mm-hmm. So but why he, was he on the stand? Like which which motion was he part of? Or, uh, mm-hmm. let's see. or was it just talking about the delay? Maybe. Yeah, I see. Uh, let me see. Prosecution asked about the cold cold, cold case. And uh, it was never a co- considered a cold case. Right. And they were trying to say he delayed it or something like that because mm-hmm. it took so much time he didn't do his job, but it never was proved that. He said he continued to vest- investigate it the whole time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, we know that's, that's a lie. Said. I mean, we sent him so much information that he never followed. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But that's that's about all. It, they were just wondering why it took so long for the yeah. case to come up. But but he he kept he kept investigating it. Yep. Well, <laughs> you can almost guarantee that there's not one invest. He didn't do one thing on William in those three thousand pages. I bet uh, the only you. mention of William is that one time in Texas. Yeah, mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that was it. I don't think he ever mentioned William's name again, did he? Nope. No. Okay. Nope. Wow. But uh, the judge denied. Yeah. Uh, there was no reckless disregard, I think. Okay. Good. And uh, he said there was activity pursued up to 154 interviews and no evidence that the state disregarded. Okay. So, uh, let's see. Let me go on. Let's see, then uh, that Daniel Hain- prosecutor Daniel Haney, uh, went on to interview the medical examiner, and uh, uh, he's say, let me say, Char- Charles Cocus. Yes. And, yes. Yeah, he was the medical examiner back then, mm-hmm. and did the exam on September the twenty eighth, and. Uh, Let's see, images of the head was important because of the death. They were saying yeah. they had too many photos and everything. Oh but he gosh. said the cause of death was head trauma. Yes. He said he had limited info because of decompensation. He can't confirm because she he can't confirm that she had superficial uh, injuries Correct. except for the head. Yeah, true. And uh that was they they had several photos of that and uh so could say, you tell any could you see the skull fractures yes they found a bone fragment in her nose yes that was mm-hmm. yeah that was loose there and you could tell on the way she was hit that it was just you know such a blow it, yeah. in one of the pictures there on the back porch there was a what do you call it? The thing that takes off lug nuts? Uh, oh. That ball. Yeah. Uh, that. I, I don't know why they took that, but that was on yeah. the back porch. 
what roof really? Yeah. yeah. We're, like leaning up against the house, or how was no, it situated? Laying on the porch. Laying on the porch. Wow, the back porch. Back porch. Yeah. Well, that's what it, it looked like. The back yeah, porch that, to me. Yeah, you would know. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. It like uh, you know, like the blood. It was very faint, though. The blood was like dragging. You know, the way she was drugged. That's I what I wanted to ask: is could you tell kind of the the um, pattern or something? Like, did it look like drops or did it look like drag marks? It looked like drag marks to oh, me. I couldn't see that. Yeah, it looked like drag marks, Jennifer, to me. That's weird because he said he he chucked her over a fence. So why yeah, isn't he? Yeah. Why is he dragging her out of the house? Yeah, I you'd think he'd I, carry I, her out of the house. Yeah, I didn't. I couldn't see. I didn't see that. Was but, it? Yeah, he said he carried her out and chunked her over the fence, didn't he? But yeah. then you're saying the marks looked more like drag. Yeah, they did to me. They did to me. They were very faint. Uh huh. Right outside the door, just right, you know, right outside the door, and then that was it. I don't know if he drug her out and laid her there till he got done doing something or what. Uh huh. She'd have bled more if he had, but she was evidently wrapped up pretty good. And anything on the steps, or was it just outside the door? Uh, there was a couple of spots on yep. the steps, yep. I think it was, yeah. Yeah. Huh. That, but I, I, tell you, I was just so surprised at lack of blood on that Me mattress. Too. No I kidding. I guess I just had this big bloody scene in my, in my mind. Yeah, we all did. But like a basketball size is what yeah. I'm saying. Catherine said she was going to give you a report, too. She, yeah. And she took pages and pages, oh, so yeah. she she could do a lot yeah. better job than me. And they they uh, zoomed like a medical examiner and Thomas Willis, Detective Willis from Oregon again, mm-hmm. the one that did the testing on the phone. And they were trying to say, well, you, yes, you did get a consent form assigned to uh, to search download the phone or whatever, but not to get the password <laughs> for William's so, phone. Yeah, for okay. William's yeah. phone, but that that didn't fly. He, yeah. The judge said Miller did read the consent form, and they said there's no coercion. Or uh, he said he overwhelmingly volunteered to give all of this information. Yeah, and why were they arguing about the phone? Was there something on there that they don't they didn't want used in trial? Well, it's it's to to me it seemed like you know when about the. Uh, Miranda rights when they forgot one, mm-hmm. they were just to me. It just seemed like they was trying to find something to not allow. To not allow. Gotcha. Something. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. But I that's guess okay. They're uh, October fourteenth. They're going to pick a jury. Good. Yeah. Yeah, and then trial's still October thirty first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't hear him say that, but I'm sure no, it, it will said be. They were still set up for the trial. Yeah, that oh, makes okay. sense based on the jury yeah. selection date. Yeah. So. So October 14th. Okay, good. Um, Yeah, I don't know that they, I don't know if they said, I don't know if they allow anybody in court for jury selection. And it's super boring anyways. So it's a dry, it'll probably drag on and on. And I wouldn't, I mean, unless you have nothing better to do, I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend going, but it's up to you. Yeah, I think I'll skip that. I think I need to mow my yard or something. Yeah, you need to wash your hair or your cat or something. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you all, yeah, and you're not going to find out any details about the crime there, so there's really no, no point. <laughs> that's that's true too. Yeah. Anything that they tried to suppress or 
get rid of. I think there's a few pictures that they're not going to allow, only because they were doubles. Okay. They duplicates, and you couldn't really see anything anyway. It was the ones where the dump at the dump site. Oh yeah. So what was the deal about that? You said after lunch they were going to address the disposal. Yeah. uh, They they showed crime scene pictures of that of the body. Wow. Wow. How it was. That's. That's basically all you said on hardly the tell, Jennifer. I couldn't hardly tell whether she propped up, she was laying over, or what. It really? was yeah. so yeah, gruesome. Her right arm, oh, well, the hand, it was, of course, it was, the hand was, hands were black. Mm-hmm. And the, the part of her arm, I said, just above the wrist was down to the bone. Wow. But it, but the other side wasn't. Mm-hmm. I'd say her right arm was down to the bone. So her and right arm was probably to the ground, is my probably. guess. Probably. Like I said, it looked like she was over on her right, did I say right side? Your right yeah. side. Mm-hmm. And her legs, not a total fetal position, but her legs were up. Right. You know, bent. Yeah, yeah. A so, That's kind uh, of a description that I saw in the autopsy report. Mm-hmm. Okay. So could you tell where, like, in, in relation to, say, the embankment or the road above, like, was she, was she, like, parallel? Like, as if she'd been rolled down the hill? Or was she, or could you tell? There was nothing really to compare. No, okay. Unless you, unless you said that she was laying, say, I'm trying to think, it would okay. be south and north, she was looked like her head was south. Her feet were north. Okay. If we were looking right down the hill. Okay, that makes sense. So, but I, I don't know. See, you don't know the direction. Yeah, they didn't say. They okay. didn't say. But I, I just gathered that when she he threw her down the hill, that she was doing north and south. Her yeah. head was south, and her feet were north. But yeah. you couldn't tell. Mm-mm. Pictures in different directions, you know, all around the body. I still think he drove to the bottom of that embankment, but we'll probably never know. Oh my gosh. Okay. You know, for that to be composition, it didn't take her long to start composition. No, it doesn't. Decomposition, yeah. Nope, it doesn't. So, it's especially when it's warm out, you know, it's pretty quick. Yeah pretty quick process so yeah that's that's true too okay so i guess it's over till the 14th of october then i guess so so did the prosecution bring any motions before the judge or was it only the defense uh no the uh uh, say did they did the prosecution make any motions i don't remember any Uh -uh. okay i was looking forward to charlie getting up there yeah what evidence he just gave them Friday, but that's crazy. I know, but they didn't call him. Okay, they, they called McNeil in twice and just Dennis once. Okay, so that that was about it. He, as he was, as he got down off the stand, that the lady uh, bailiff, I guess it was. Anyway, she went over to meet him in the middle aisle. And he gave her a wink. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! I know it. <laughs> His little, yeah exactly oh yeah and what did you you text me about this but what how what was William's reaction to the photos oh he never looked up he, never looked. he looked at the ones at the trailer yeah. 
but not mm-hmm. not at the autopsy or out in the, you know at the dump site. He never looked up. Couldn't stand to see what he'd done. Uh-uh. No, wow. that that was very telling to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wish they'd make him look at him. Me too. Me you too. Know, and that's what I said, Jennifer, coming back. They should have made him look. Yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah. He can't. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, I sure appreciate you guys being our um, court reporters. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am, your bill's going to be in the mail tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, just send it. I, I know. I owe you many lunches. <laughs> <laughs> no, we owe you a lot more no, than that. No, I don't think so. No. Uh, but anyway, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll keep in touch. Trial, yep. Yeah. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome, Jennifer. It's good to talk to you again. You too. I'll be seeing you soon. Okay, bye-bye. All right. Bye. Bye. Deborah Sue Williamson turned off her television, grabbed her keys and purse and puzzle book as she readied to head out the door. The newlywed 18-year-old was supposed to meet her husband, Doug, at work. As she entered the carport of their home that night, something went terribly wrong. She was stabbed 17 times, and to this day, her murderer remains free. Read about Debbie's case in the newly released book, Silent Silhouette, written by investigative journalist George Jarrett and his investigative partner, Army Counterintelligence Officer Jennifer Buchholz. Read how the team tracked down the case file, original witnesses and suspects, and a story that stretches from the Texas deserts to the Ozark Mountains in Missouri to the Mississippi Delta. The team had two simple burning questions they wanted answers to. Who killed Deborah Sue and why? Get a copy of Silent Silhouette on Amazon today or wherever you get your books. Diamond State Murder Board, written and hosted by George Jared, co-hosted and produced by Andrew Brown, music by Rush Pate, voiceover work done by me, Jessica Parker. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at Diamond State MB. Download us wherever you get your podcasts.